Colin, you're up. I I think that we've had we've ebb and flowed a little bit, but I think we've really settled into a nice format and and niche. And I think that uh, I think two hundreds in reach. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Man. Um, yeah. Do you know who Randy Travis is, Christian? I do. That's Kevin's dad. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, man. (laughs) (laughs) Colin has now left the chat. Colin's out. Colin's quitting the pod. Take it, sleazy. And I'm out. Would you rather keep your job and get a $20,000 a year raise, but the podcast ends at the end of the year. I'm keeping my, I'm I'm keeping my, (laughs) I'm keeping my job and taking the 20 K raise. man. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been been fun. It's a good, good run. That was was easy. uh, Chris, I don't know about y'all. The fans are upset with you guys. You took the money. You did it. You did it. How dare you? That was easy. Yeah. For me, for sure. Little Nero's Pizza. Yes. I mean, two quotes that just just I love that I think are underrated is, um, why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? Uh, <laughs> and that, that part. And then, again, I love the, the Macaulay Culkin, like barely above a whisper, 9 o'clock. When he <laughs> hears that they're coming back at 9, 9 o'clock. <laughs> he was such a great actor ahead of his time. Yeah. Hey, so. what about the what about the scene where they're in Buzz's room and Buzz is giving the rundown of old man Marley and you know he looks up there and man they they close the blinds real quick just freaked out about it you could just imagine what that was like you know just a a nine year old kid or however old hey however. Kevin don't you know how to knock Flemwad <laughs> and my favorite line of all time that I used on Joe growing up. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> Man, that, and, and it's not necessarily my style of music, but it it very quickly takes me back to a certain place in life. Like I very distinctly remember like the time and the place that I was at when that song was out. Were you at Nate's and TR? I was not at Nate's and TR. Still Frodo's then. I'm going to keep guessing. But yeah, okay. no, yeah, it was no, a good time there. Brant was living in in his apartment uh, in the big house uh, yeah, during yeah. that little time period there. So, there you go. Yeah. That's no. back when you were watching Friday Night Lights Undercovers. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I have long feared that my sins would return to visit me. And the cost is more than I can bear. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies Cowboys. They never stay home and they're always alone, even with someone they love. What is going on? Welcome to the Power Five Podcast. We're the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. 
It's your host, C-Dub the Great One, Christian Graver, in the Power 5 Podcast studios tonight. Welcome back. It's summertime. This is the best of series. And uh, yeah, you heard it. This is the best of Colin. Okay, there were some rumors floating around. Colin has been out of the studio for the last few episodes. And, and we were concerned. Our fans, our friends of the pod, you all have been concerned. And so we wanted to do an episode to really get Colin back. And I think this one's going to win him over, guys. You heard it here first. We were worried. We were worried that Colin may not be coming back. But no, he is indeed crap. coming back with us into the studio very soon. Colin, we have missed you, buddy. But we decided to pay tribute to you with a best of episode, guys. And if it's one thing I can tell you about Colin is that his blood runs orange and his sweatshirts run a women's medium guys there's there's just a lot about colin that that you've learned throughout the course of this podcast over the past two and a half years and and maybe one of the most classic things is is colin's love of meats it works though i mean it works is that if, I, if that's i gotta what you try got, it this year okay that's what you got that's, that's what, what you got, got. yeah all that's right. right all right i'll allow it i will uh i will continue to ride the meats here and we'll take turkey say that again <laughs> i mean <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Let's talk turkey, out. Colin. What you got, buddy? <laughs> Colin, we have the meats. He's got the meat sweats over here, guys. You can't oh, see him, but we can. I mean, oh, uh, enough about that, Colin. What are you picking? <laughs> yeah, let's go with a uh, roll. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. The list <laughs> is dwindling here. You're dwindling. All right. So, what are you picking? What is it? I said turkey. Oh, we didn't hear you. I'm sorry. We just heard you on the turkey. A little bit louder now. All right, All some right. turkey. What, what kind Colin's of Colin's got all meat on his plate right what? now. <laughs> He's just eating thin sliced boars. Ham and ham and turkey. Do you have a particular <laughs> way that you yeah, guys normally prepare this turkey? Y'all just roasting in the oven. You frying it? How we doing? You, you baste it by yourself? I guarantee you, you're not a leg man. Are you? You're not. You're not it's eating that. Guy. That big bad turkey. Listen, I've there. had that at Lane. I've had that at Lane Stadium. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. The gobbler. That thing looks like ham more than anything. So you're too calling much. again? No dressing on. I mean, no uh, gravy on the turkey ever. No, no. Okay. Just dry. Do salt? Do you do salt and pepper? I'll throw a little salt on there. Oh baby, okay. baby. All right. Well, Colin riding the meats. What? What a classic line. We need T-shirts, coffee mugs, hats, fanny packs, you name it, with uh, Ride the Mates on it for Colin there. Well, you know, it's not just about his his preference of meats. Uh, it's also his preference for how he eats his chicken nuggets. And, uh, guys, he also made the line famous, dry nugs. All right. For the number two overall pick, my first pick, is there any real question about where I'm going Hashtag dry nugs, hashtag nugs pod family. Give me the nuggets. <laughs> Eight count, 12 count, doesn't matter. My, 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 my pleasure. I'm taking the nuggets. Hashtag dry yes. nugs. Dry nugs. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, do, you, do you want to throw coming? a sauce in there with it, Colin? To take I don't. I don't. Less is more. <laughs> Listen to the pod. Less All is right. more. All right. Colin, is there any better feeling than when you order? some Chick-fil-A nuggets and they give you an extra nugget or two. I mean, I get excited about that. 
I would argue that that happens more times than not. Love it. Question though, when you say extra, you don't mean those weird hybrid ones that are like two chickens, yeah, like hanging uh, off of each other. No, <laughs> no, we're talking about a standard nugget, but I do like yeah. the little crispy bits. No, I like the crispies. I like yeah. the crispies. Yeah, I want those. So remind me never to like do a catering event with Colin because you're going to have like 35 dry nugs on a platter and some like salty chips and you're going to have nothing to wash it down with. It's Santita's nugs and sweet tea. (laughs) Okay. That's a heck of a meal. A heck of a meal. How about that? Dry nugs. Hashtag dry nugs. Guys, you know, we also did a a Chick-fil-A draft in which Colin went on a little waffle fry rant. A rant against brand on the list the waffle fries my, 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 my pleasure yep. Here the best fry in the fast food industry that's not true it nah. is absolutely true 100 percent true you couldn't even look us in the eye and say that colin you're lying <laughs> i'm looking i'm waiting on you no, no, no. you looked crickets. up in the ceiling as soon it's as you crickets. said that when right. it's perfect right. it is what hard is, to beat i mean what I don't... is the best fry if that's not it I mean, unfortunately, you only get with McDonald's, Bojangles are probably both superior. When they're all, I'm Bojangles we're about when they're ooh, good. Spot on. So good. Yeah. I bet, though, let me tell you this if you get one singular French fry, though, Chick fil A will be hard to beat yeah. because that's yeah. a big old piece of waffle. Yeah, that's true. Well, guys, you know, we've talked about his love of meats, but what about his love of rice? You know, there's one thing we know about Colin is his love of rice pilaf. So much so that he would draft it number one. Hey, hey we're drafting sides. Let's get with it, guys. Colin, Kevin, Todd, Christian. Let's get with it. Let's go. For the first pick, I would like to select rice pilaf. Oh, it's hey. off the board, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I mean, you could have taken that, taken that bad boy as your last pick, I think. Now that does leave white rice on the menu though, because pilaf is different from like rice and gravy. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. State the claim. Is right. he gonna have five different kinds of rice or what? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Maybe Condoleezza coming in number two. Well, guys, enough about food, okay? Because Colin has other likes as well, loves, if you will. Um, you know, and, and one of those things is is Dabo Sweeney. Okay. This guy is a diehard Clemson Tiger through and through and uh you know sometimes he takes his love for Dabo uh, a little too far I don't I, I think Dabo is wired uh and it's the way he coaches that every year is a clean slate and he talks about it in terms of the team but I think it applies to him too call it a homer opinion or whatever you know I'm sure I'll get for this but I mean I genuinely believe that you know Dabo's mission is to impact the lives of young men and I just don't know that he can do that at the NFL level like he wants to. I don't think he's getting bored. I, I do think there's a better chance he goes to the NFL than he goes to Alabama, personally. Um, but I, I tend to think that, you know, he finishes his career at Clemson. I think there's a better chance that he retires at a younger age than we would think than he goes to Alabama or the NFL, too. Guys, the other thing uh, about Colin that we love is his love for 90 sitcoms, uh, especially Home Improvement. Number two. Coming in at number two, Home Improvement. You stole a little bit of my thunder with the sweatshirts comment, but love those. 
just just love it. Watched it then. We we typically watch it maybe once every year and a half. The whole thing, the whole all nine seasons or eight seasons, I guess. Um, love it. It's a staple. You know, home improvement to me feels just like what it was when we were growing up in the '90s. Like it felt like everybody's dad was a little bit like Tim. You know, everybody's mom felt a little bit like Jill. Oh, Jill. Uh, <laughs> you know, the pranks, the three brothers, neighbors were actually neighborly. And, and you never saw their face. You never saw the neighbor's face. That's the truth. That's exactly right. Just like Wilson. You know, I read today also, man, he died of lung, lung cancer back in 03. Tease and peace. Tease and peace. Tease and peace. Especially love the uh, the holiday episodes with a show like Home Improvement. Those are always carry a little more juice, in my opinion. And not just Home Improvement, but what about Friends, too? He's a big Friends guy. Tonight, but we'll get to that. So, number five, if you listen to the podcast, this one is probably going to be pretty pretty obvious. I'm going Friends. I'll be there for you, the Rembrandts. Friends ran 1994 to 2004. Definitely one of my favorite uh, shows of all time. Certainly probably the one I watch close to the most at this point. But, man, it's just it's just hard to hear that song and not go to Friends. So, Friends at number five. Can you at least give us a little clap? A little song? No. No. Not even a sample, not even percussion. No. Come on, man. The only shocker for me there is it's not higher on your list. Honestly, I agree. Stay tuned. I mean, I think you'll see why, but <laughs> well, yeah. guys, you know, it's one thing I, I do love about Colin too, is, uh, is how much he loves wrestling. And, uh, you could tell that when we did our wrestling draft early on, shout out to Dilworth for joining us for this one. For me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make this short and sweet. Andre, the giant. I mean, what a mammoth creature. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> the Princess Bride. Damn, that's a great pick. I like it, Colin. That's a mammoth human. Did you really like his like the singlet he wore with like the one strap and you could see his man chest? Oh yeah. Wow. That I was could like see you cut. He had the Kenny Powers. Oh. He had the Kenny Powers perm. Did you guys hear that on a plane once he drank like 800 beers and they yes. couldn't get him off yes. the plane or yes. something? Yeah, like he would routine, routinely drink 30 beers on a plane on a four hour plane ride, and then they couldn't well, get him off the plane. It took like a crane or something. <laughs> I mean, he. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think those of you who listen to the pod know that uh, there's the special. It is a women's medium, uh, very uh, a, a high rise kind of a belly shirt, if you will. I mean, it's something you could only find at a at a tent in Tampa, uh, you know, something that really fits you just snug enough uh, to make your mama worry about you. But I think the ultimate mistake, though, is that we ordered one because are we going to be able to give that one away or has Colin already claimed that one? Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do when you're in a cold weather environment and not prepared for it. Hey, you know, it's a little form fitting through the midriff. I mean, some money might, it'll be a good gift for somebody. Okay, okay. Maybe his love of wrestling was a little strong, but he definitely loves baseball. And that much we know. I don't know if you guys remember our dinner guest episode, but he had a famous, uh, famous baseball player on Number there. three for me, six time all star, 1949 MVP. World Series champion, Hall of Fame in 1962. Most importantly, broke baseball's color barrier on April the 15th, 1947. 
Jackie Robinson. Uh, would just love to to hear stories from that guy about you know what that was like, the obstacles he had to overcome, you know how how baseball in the country progressed from there. Uh, would just be a phenomenal conversation. Jackie Robinson at number three. Also, a little side note: uh, born in Cairo, Georgia. If you know, you know. I know. Good grief. That's a great thing. <laughs> How far God. away is that from Tallahassee? About forty-five minutes. I'm pretty sure it was a day's in in Cairo. I think it was a. Um, oh. I don't know. Let's we'll circle back. Cairo, <laughs> Egypt. I think it was a right? roadway in. It was bad. Terrible. I'd never do it now. Number two. Okay, enough with sports. Let's get into his obsession with country music. Preferably George find Jones. One line and a minimum one, one line in a song and just relate to it, which I think is insane. Colin feels the same way about George Jones, Conway Twitty, Randy Travis, and uh, Dolly Parton. The greatest voices in country music, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Number one for me, I was hoping I would make that this would get to number one for me, unselected by anybody else. I was fairly confident it would. I'm taking it all the way back, all the way back to the very beginning. Rolling Stone ranked as the 11th greatest debut single of all time. Tim McGraw. And what about love songs? You know, we did a love songs episode and how could he leave off Merle Haggard? Uh, with my number one pick, it's it's my favorite memory by Merle. Man, just a really, 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 really good country love song. Uh, off the 1981 Big City album, a couple bangers on there. Yes. But yeah, man, if you if you don't know the song, you need to you need to find some time in your life to sit and listen to it and reflect. Colin, hey, I was a little fun fact about the song. <laughs> I good. went to a Jamie Johnson concert three weeks ago, and they covered he covered this song. Oh wow! It was it was fantastic. Man. So listen, I, a little birdie told me, Colin, that you originally had a one A one B, and that your one B was a little boys to men. Did he from the nineties? You know, didn't have boys to men on the short list. No? I mean, totally Were they on the long that. list. Maybe the long list. <laughs> it was kind of country. And then a block of oldies stuff for me. It was country, chicken tortilla soup, boys to men. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes, we know Colin is a country boy, and a country boy will survive. But, you know, he will only survive as long as there's a Vince Vaughn movie playing. And that much we found out over the course of the last couple of years. Uh, we found out a little bit about his, his Vince Vaughn obsession. All right. Criteria for me. Vince Vaughn, the more I kind of looked at the list, you know, has has two types of humor, kind of the the dry, the wedding crasher style humor. And then the um, he plays the supporting actor in a lot of the the more silly comedies that aren't really my style. So I tend to gravitate towards the, the drier humor, the more realistic stuff, if you will. But I may have to. Well, you know, it's not just Vince Vaughn. We also found out Denzel Washington is his real hero and that's a new one for me one thing i did not know about colin quite the list there brant quite the list thank you number one for me i feel like i've got a solid four but you really had to pull this group together with somebody that's a stone cold killer and that's none other than denzel washington 
That dude is a bad man. Not sure there's anybody better out there. I mean, he hunts people down, uses whatever resources he's got to kill them. He can fly a plane drunk. I mean, you know, we're surviving this thing with Denzel at the helm. Yeah. Dude, if you got Denzel, you're on offense in an, in an apocalypse. That's I mean, right. That's I like right. that pick. That's a good, that's a good, good little point and, and there. And what that pick tells me, and I hope I don't spoil anyone else's number one, but is that that Denzel, even at his older age, is still going to help you survive an apocalypse over Will Smith. I haven't heard him once tonight. Well, you know, there's a, there's a couple things about Colin is uh, – he is one to give Kevin a nice uh, Disney burn every now and then. Disney princess, who you dressing up as? <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Oh, solid. got that's him! A pretty solid joke right there. Uh, He's got jokes. I do like that. We, you know, I was just gonna say. Speaking of Halloween, I'm not one of these people that have ever gotten into Halloween. You know, there's some cultish like followings uh, or followers of Halloween. They get dressed up. They go to these costume parties. They put on the makeup. They buy the costumes every year. I'm not one of those guys or y'all. Yeah. Colin, take your mask off, buddy. (laughs) You know, I I will say probably the only time I've really dressed up as an adult was with Brant and Boston. And it, it was quite the epic Halloween. I must say it was pretty good Four we were four presidents and, and Sam, Good times. <laughs> I do remember you guys telling me that story. We were walking the the streets of Boston, getting ready for a little Pearl Jam, and I remember y'all talking about that. But it that was, was a good time. Absolutely. I used to always. Speaking of burns, do you guys remember our pet peeves episode? Yeah, that's one where we're calling. Let it all hang out for me. I hate it when somebody answers the phone on speakerphone and they're with other people. Like, oh, yeah, you're riding in the car, and I call you, and you've got a car full of people, and you're answering it on speaker or Bluetooth, and there's no heads up whatsoever. It's oh, yeah, the that's word. the key. That's the sneak key. attack. Yes, and you have to make it natural. Like when you call, if I'm on speaker, hey, yeah, yeah, Logan and I are in the car. So exactly, yeah, 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 you have to give that disclaimer. I mean, and it's not that it's not that you know anybody's hiding anything or telling secrets or what. Usually, not. Am. it's just yeah. a respect thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I don't want to be talking, you know, about you know poop if uh, my brother's wife's on the phone. Yeah, yeah unless I'm she's into that. I'm good because if it's it turns one. out that you've just been freely talking to who you thought was a close friend, and it turns out their wife and two children are in the back seat, that'll piss you off. I'll be like, oh, oh I, I think I just said the f word like three <laughs> seconds ago. Whatever, whatever the case is. <laughs> Right, yeah, and then the kids first like, word, right? like you didn't allow me to be respectful of right. your company, right. you know. Yeah. What about I, his uh his rant about LinkedIn requests? Yeah, don't send him one of those people. It really, really gets on my nerves. Is you get a, a connection request from somebody you have no idea who they are, which is fine. It's it's a business networking tool. But within about three minutes of accepting that connection, you get a copy and paste sales pitch DM. Can't happen. I mean, like there's there's no originality to it. There's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there's no specific aspect of it targeting me. It's just, hey, do you have an interest in this? Or can we help you do this? And I'm like, no, you can't. And I get it. Like you got to try to, you got to try to reach out to people and build businesses, but have a little bit of 
individualness to it. I don't know. I can't, I can't quite hit the word I'm looking for there. Somebody help me. But no, no, this, the specific to me, like specific to me, like not individualized sales pitch. There you go. Well, guys, you, go. you know, it's one thing we also know is uh, Colin loves pizza. And, um, you know, he's a pizza connoisseur, if you will. Uh, he's worked at quite a few chains. Listen, listen here. One for me. And I consider myself a pizza connoisseur. You know, I spent a lot of time in a pizza kitchen. I made a lot of pizza. I think that makes me qualified to be a pizza connoisseur. Uh, Little Caesars is currently the best pizza chain pizza. Mm. Pizza chain. Take. That is when it is flawless because if there's, if there's band-aids in the sauce it's not if it's perfection it is but here's my my beef with that column because i would have agreed with you 100 i had little caesars two nights ago and it was top notch but several other incidences over the past few years it might be a supply chain issue you can speak to that working in the pizza industry i don't know which crust i'm going to get which night which pepperoni i'm going to get which cheese i'm going to get which cut i'm going to get you would think if it's a chain you're getting the same slice no matter where you eat it, which location, whatnot. But there's just too much variation. But I will say, you know, for the price, for the pizza, I've gotten better. If you rank them when they're at their best, I think I agree with you. It's better than Domino's. It's better than Papa John's. So there's a lot of people that would argue that. But as somebody who worked at Frodo's and Nate's, Colin, I think we have to agree with you. You know what you're talking about. I'll leave those out. I've got an illustrious career in the pizza. <laughs> oh, industry. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Who didn't you work for? That's the easier one. Tito. Little Caesars. Oh, the uh, one you didn't ooh, work for. There we go. Don't crap well, where you eat, huh, Carl? This take just got even hotter. Well, uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about pizza. What about desserts? Colin has some pretty hot dessert takes. For me, I struggled if I wanted to go restaurant or at home with this. And I really just couldn't make up my mind. They're phenomenal either place. I'm going with the brownie and ice cream. Got to be warm. Prefer it. I, I will say that at home, it's a little better because you get it in the bowl. You can put it in the bowl and, you know, kind of section off the right amount of brownie as you eat it. A little easier to do that. I do enjoy the uh, restaurant aspect where you typically get a little whipped cream and hot fudge on there. But brownie and ice cream, number two. That's on a pick. Okay, not just dessert. What about his school lunch? Shout out to TR, the devil dog. What did he used to eat back in the day? All right, number three for me was a high school thing. Uh, it's actually a trio of items. It was the original blue sun chips, the mm. Snicker bar, and a Mountain Dew. And <clears throat> you can probably ask the people that used to sit around me at lunch. Uh, I used to dissect that Snickers bar. Like I had a very unusual way of eating it. Yeah, your biology yeah, teacher like, told me it was supposed to be a worm. Did you suck on like peel, off peeling off the sides? No, no, Kevin. Uh, you're kind of peeling off the sides <laughs> and then eating it that way. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to. Can you show us? You mean no, like you mean like a like a shrimp? You're peeling the shell of the shrimp off, like the chocolate off the. Kind of, yeah, kind of like that. You know, you, you can't do that anymore because it's not all even real anymore. Some of it. Did you show us? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll talk you through it, Todd. All right. Todd, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Did you prefer well, that? I should have known that from his lunch choice that our candy draft, he would have went with the fun size Snickers, number one. 
Classic Colin. All right. Um, so like I said, you know, a little earlier, I actually wrote down uh, 21 picks in order that I was going with. There was never a doubt in my mind if I had the first pick where I was going. The one thing I will say leading into this is I viewed all of these as the like the the bite size or the fun size, not the uh, the full candy bar, or the full bag or whatever. Just wanted to preface it with that. So with no, the number one pick, I would like to select Snickers. I mean, you just can't beat it. You know, you throw them bad boys in the refrigerator. I mean, perfect, perfect snack. Great Halloween candy. So you um, like a? That's crazy, man. That's actually not what I expected. Yeah, I me either. So I'm glad that you took that. That's a little. I'm bit glad of a you took a bust card. at number one. <laughs> hey, give them all to me. I'll take them all. Fine. So you like the Snickers in the fridge? I do like Snickers. Colin just I like them both. Adam I like Morris. them both, but <laughs> yeah, dude, you just drafted. Uh, you left all the good candy. Jamarcus Russell, bro. Yes. Come on. I mean, that's you know that's what everybody <laughs> that's what everybody eats when they're 15, Colin. Listen, well, I mean. You know, whoever's next, let's hear it. I mean, hey, so are we talking about like the little fun size? You know, you get like two bites. Or are we talking about the minis, like the one bite? I'm talking fun size on this one. All right, fun size. Hey, All fair right. enough. We got some wow. from dry nugs to riding the meats to Randy Travis. You know what? What can I say? Colin, Big C, Colleen, as Kevin calls you, we love you, buddy. The show would not be the same without you. And we've missed you. There's definitely been a void on the show as of late. And uh, we can't wait to get you back in the studio. I know our, our hashtag friends of the pod, our fans, everybody listening, can't wait to get you back in as well. Uh, Colin, we uh, we miss you, buddy. Hope you're staying safe on those roofs. And uh, we can't wait to get you back into the studio, man. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening again. We love you guys. Hope you're having a, a great summer. Uh, hope for your summer vacation is going quite well. And uh, guys, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. Till next time, say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think those of you who listen to the pod know that uh, there's the special. It is a women's medium, uh, very uh, a, a high rise kind of a belly shirt, if you will. I mean, it's something you could only find at a at a tent in Tampa, uh, you know, something that really fits you just snug enough uh, to make your mama worry about you. But I think the ultimate mistake, though, is that we ordered one because are we going to be able to give that one away or has Colin already claimed that one? Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do when you're in a cold weather environment and not prepared for it. Hey, you know, it's a little form fitting through the midriff. I mean, somebody might, it'll be a good gift for somebody. Is it that I'm going to actually speak the lyrics, the first four lines? I wish Colin would do this, but we can't get him to. Okay. Just waking up in the morning. Got to thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no smog. And mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. No hog. <laughs> no hog. And that's another point. I asked you your favorite. You finally get that call? And it was making. <laughs> we know how much Colin loves to ride the meats. 
And so I'm just surprised that he didn't pick this song because of the amount of hog riding that is mentioned in this track. I mean, he still has the number one to go. So just, just saying, dude. Go again. No, that's bull crap. <laughs> 